0: Bridge Toll, California customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon. Ford Focus. Highland Cave rescue operation.
1: What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California.
0: Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? Good engagement? How long gift? before a wedding should I send How many out and save the dates? Are in the first series Use of iMap the to playoffs. check find email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years. Welcome to the voice of Search Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we'll be discussing some of Google's recent mobile UI changes. Joining us again today is Jordan Cooney, who is an SEO strategist and advisor to Search Metrics. this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health backlinks and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. All right, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Jordan Cooney, SEO strategist and advisor to Search Metrics. Jordan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast.
1: Hey, Ben. There's a saw. (laughs) There's a table saw.
0: Jesus, Jordan. (laughs) We talked about this yesterday. For anybody who didn't hear our episode yesterday, Jordan is in the middle of a home construction project and decided to record a podcast while it was happening. Jordan, is that a table saw?
1: That is a table saw, Ben. That is correct. And it is quite
0: loud. Just leave it in your house. I'm coming over and I'm going to show you what I think about you recording a <laughs> podcast in the middle of a construction site when I get there. Uh, Jordan. This was a, this was a
1: better idea before we started recording. <laughs> yes. Yes, it
0: is. All right, everybody. We're going to try to keep the background noise in a minimum. That said, Jordan, yesterday we talked about some of the perceived changes to Google's algorithm We don't think that there was an actual algorithm change. Your suggestion was that Google is basically including more passages in their search results, not necessarily implementing a change in how Google orders their rankings. There's also been some recent UI changes. Talk to me about what's been happening with Google's UIs. What's different?
1: Ben, that's a great question. So the biggest improvements that we've seen in Google are really driven by like design and cleanup features that Google has made. Specifically, what we're seeing a lot of improvements on are like a more button-like experience instead of a text-based experience. So where Google used to have like just a string of text in the search results, now what we're seeing is a rounded out button at the top of the mobile experience where you can quickly like select like different options when you're researching or learning about something. And so that's one of the improvements. It makes it more obvious, makes it more clear. My belief is that most of the intention behind Google's update are a derivative of Google's focus on CTR. So how can they improve the internal click-through rate of experiences on the SERP? So that being things like Google trying to keep you inside of the news experience. So reading like more news options. So you can click and see more news options or if you're researching something that has a lot of like Wikipedia content like a particular historical event, you know, what you can then see is like different subsections of that historical event and Google wants you to stay on the SERP and so they'll just give you different options about that historical event like the years that that may have taken place or you know, the different individuals that are associated
0: to that historical event. I'm looking through Google's mobile search results right now. I'm looking on an iPhone. I don't see a damn thing that's changed. I've looked through multiple different pages. The only thing I can think is, you know, maybe there's more cards that are, you know, scrollable when it comes to looking for content. But honestly, the most of what I see is a ton of ads at the top of the page. Have they been pushing things down the page Have they added elements in? Walk me through more specifically what I should actually be looking for to see what Google's changed mobily. I actually
1: think this is really interesting because to the naked eye, like you would probably not notice any change or modification to the experience because many of these enhancements are just genuinely like the best practices now in particular around mobile experience. So for example, and Google talks about these in themselves in terms of how they talk about like, core KPIs like cumulative layout shift and other core web vitals that they measure. One of the most important ones is like the sub-navigation. So if you're looking up at a topic, you know, you're going to get a sub-navigation that might give you like an overview and a couple of subsections. That used to be a very text-based experience. Now it has rounded edges. It looks like more of a button. You wouldn't notice that just naturally. You would have to be like someone who's monitoring Google and taking screenshots every day.
0: I was, I'm going to name drop here. I was interviewing Rand Fishkin earlier today. And I think by the time this episode publishes, uh, the interview with Rand will have already published. But my last search was Moz. And searching the keyword Moz, it was add, 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 add. Moz's website, content by Moz, content about Moz, who's the CEO, stuff like that. When I search for Rand Fishkin, I see what you're talking about. First off, there's the three, you know, the three dots, the hamburgers, where you can share content, close the menu or send feedback. But I do see blue buttons that are an overview of who Rand Fishkin is, what his books are, videos, what's interesting finds, people also search for before it gets into his description, which is from Google Books, apparently not Wikipedia, a little surprising. You know, is this just a slight UI change, Colors? Because yesterday we were talking about people are thinking that the mobile UI changes are what's potentially leading to changes in their rankings, these seem like relatively small UI changes.
1: So that's a great point. And your observations on the Rand Fishkin example are spot on. Ultimately, Google is changing these design features to improve the usability of the mobile SERP, which is what they're always testing. I mean, this is a data-driven company, right? They're a technology company. So they're not they're not just going to make these changes purely because they feel like they can undermine traffic. But ultimately, what they're trying to do is they're trying to improve the way that their overall search experience exposes content and allows users to navigate through the subsets of content that they serve in the SERP. And I actually think a lot of people might disagree with me on this, but I actually think that that is a very wise decision on Google's behalf because it allows Google to help users find the answers they're looking for versus having to have users navigate not only through to other sites, but navigate within other sites to actually find the answers they're looking
0: for. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. I mean, there's a little bit of a chicken or the egg question here, which is, you know, is Google doing all these changes because they are trying to maximize the user experience. Part of it is, are they you know, pulling in content from other people's sites? Are they basically trying to make it so everybody stays on Google and filters down so they can show another answer box or some sort of a custom Google experience to not drive traffic to the end website? I'm sure that we can both have our opinions about one or the other. So Jordan, do you think this benefits users? Or is this something that is just meant to benefit Google or is it just about site optimization?
1: Great question, Ben. And you know, this is not just about Google trying to optimize their site. This is actually about users. And I'll give you the best example I have. It really helps users tremendously when they're specifically looking for like local-based content or local-based information, which can be a little bit tricky for Google to allow users to toggle between, say, the map experience or very specific local content like news or media content that might be exposed about something. And so I really feel that the best place for this to surface, these UI experiences to surface, is in the ever-dominated local search experiences that we're all living because either we're specifically putting a local qualifier in our search queries or Google's using our IPs to define the location. And so this allows Google to be a little more, I guess, crafty with how they show and surface and expose those different location-based assets in the SERP without having to do what they used to do. And everyone remembers this. You looked up Pizza Hut and like halfway down the search results, there's a giant map. But like, do you really need the map there? If there was just a better experience for me to toggle to the map, maybe Google wouldn't have to surface that map right in the middle of the SERP.
0: Oh, Jordan, you're always so (laughs) pro-Google. UI changes, added passages into Google. Obviously, there have been some changes. Jordan, what's the big takeaway from what we've seen this month?
1: So what we're seeing this month of February is Google really coming out with a heavy dose of improvements on their overall search experience. These are not necessarily driving factors to search rankings. These aren't things that we can control as SEOs. But what we should be doing is monitoring them and identifying when opportunities might come about in terms of what content we may need to expose more of or how we can improve our content or experiences to increase our overall accessibility to these different updates that Google is making to the UI and UX. And so ultimately, like the key takeaways that I have for our SEOs is, number one, obviously monitor your rankings. Number two, If there's new experiences that you're seeing in the SERPs for your rankings, go and attack it with the content assets you have because you're not necessarily going to be able to change what Google's doing, but you can certainly improve your efforts in improving your overall exposure to Google.
0: And the last thing I'd say is don't record podcasts from a construction site. Oh,
1: (laughs) This is the last recording from a construction
0: site. (laughs) And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to us help build Jordan's house. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan Cooney, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you could visit his website, which is jordancooney.com.